so. Okay, I figured it out. <laughs> I figured it out, so I don't have to fucking hold the button down. This is good news. You're supposed to be happy. You're supposed um, to be happy. Okay, yes, I'm happy. I'm reading. But anyway, uh, so Chris pissed you off because why? I thought you said to hold it. You, you can play now. Oh. <laughs> I was going to look at you. Like, oh, no, it wasn't anything that I cared to share. I, I bet. I bet. No, so I just feel like men are stupid sometimes. And it's not a knock on them. I just, well, it kind of is. I just feel like they make stupid choices and they're like, I'm sorry. That's kind of true. It just makes me I think bad. they're just kind of stupid, like, genetically kind of stupid. Really, I really have to agree with that. It's kind of like they're do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Like, I wonder, in their head, is there really, like, a Beavis and Butthead in there? Hmm. And they're just sitting there laughing the whole time. Did like, you ever watch that? Like, that shit was so annoying to me. That was I like really, a man show. But you know what show I did <laughs> like that I think was like, that like used to come on either before that or after that on MTV? It was fucking Daria. She was weird. And her shit was la, 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 la. I, I used emo. to fucking la- She was kind of emo, but I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny and I kind of I identified with it a little bit. Like, my view on things in high school. Like, I just couldn't really stand anybody, and I couldn't wait to get the fuck up out of there, but <laughs> I loved it. I was just thinking that the other day that I might look it up and try to watch it. You know what else I used to like? I used to love fucking Felicity. I used to come on the WB. Oh, my God. You used to watch the white show. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I thought that you. I thought it could have been my life, and that was so far from the truth because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to go to college, and I'm going to go to a big city like her, and everything's going to be... Easy peasy, and I'm gonna find love and life. Definitely don't fucking work like that. That's where yeah, goddamn sure. Yeah, where white voice came from. Yeah, that's where that's where it originated from. Mm-hmm. From that and Dawson's Creek. Okay, I thought, <laughs> I, I thought I was the white one. Oh my god. Yeah. Yep. No, I thought I was the white one. Yeah, I mean you are white You're at heart. White. I didn't watch Felicity. I didn't watch Dawson's Creek. I did. Daria got on my nerves because she fuck did. with it. Okay. What so did you don't watch? Don't ever call me white again. No, but you're white at heart. I wanted their. I wanted that life. That they just, they just seemed so grown up to me. Like even though they were like high school age or like you know, younger. Like the way the show went, they just seemed so much more mature. And I was like, is it just the area that I'm from? Is it is that why they're That's not so like that? <laughs> Where I am, that's but. hilarious. Well, there has to be something in the water because I do think that this weekend, or just in general, I just feel like men don't have patience. Mm. Hell no. It's been it's been tough because um, I don't ever hardly get yelled at by my boyfriend like ever. He's me raised, neither. He raised his voice at me. Girl. Did he like yell? Yell. Oh, yeah. Girl, I, <laughs> you, I swear to you that my vagina frowned. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, hell. No. I had a Martin face on. But let me ask you this, though. Was it, was it the yelling or was it because he's younger than you? Yelling. Okay. 
No, it was yelling. I don't I don't care. Was it like an irritated yell? Like, I told you I'll take care of it. Or something like that. <laughs> Dang. I kind of, my feelings got a little hurt. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like that. It, did, it hurt my feelings more than anything. It infuriated me. And this isn't funny. This actually is a serious matter. Not, not that that happened. Well, yeah, it kind of is. But did you know that women can have PTSD from verbal and emotional abuse as well? Yes. I didn't know this. Yeah. Why am I paying a fucking therapist? If you're going to tell me what she's telling me. I don't know. I honestly don't know why you're seeing a therapist. Like I, I, I mean, it, But it doesn't cost money, out. though, right? You're no, not it doing... It does cost money? I don't know, but I, but I feel like every time me and you have an in-depth conversation like that, like I feel like I end up telling you, if not verbatim, some similar ass shit that she's already said to you. It's just, and then I just kind of reiterate it. Some glasses on you, and we could put like I could lay on a couch and I could just talk like, to like you. Like my therapy glasses. Yeah. Oh, I have a chase in my house too. It'll totally work. Oh, see. Oh That's shit. It. We're gonna have therapy sessions. Oh before. shit. <laughs> That'll be money right there. Ooh. That's so funny because well, I'll tell I didn't you. Know that. I'll give you the details. So, um, if you didn't know, no matter what you do, there's no way to disconnect from the internet. So, although I haven't logged into, like, although I've, like, disconnected, like, closed my Facebook and Instagram and all that shit, all you got to do is pop in your password, and it takes you right back in there like you never left. Oh, yeah, I know. So. It really pissed me off. I think now, though, that Facebook does have some sort of something. But I was pissed because one day I was looking for something and I was so upset. Oh, this guy had contacted me. He was like, did you not get all my Facebook messages? And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what he was saying. So I, I go on there and everything like pops up and I, I had not been on there for, I mean, now this summer will be five years. Yeah. I've not been on Facebook. Yeah. And about... I think it's been like three for me so far. It was about three-ish years ago when he told me that. And I I guess so much changed that I felt like I I had been in a bubble for I don't know how long because all these people start messaging me out of everywhere. And I'm like, how the fuck do they know I'm here? Yeah, because it tells them and notifies everybody that you're like online. Okay, well that pissed me off. So I... I deleted all the messages and I got the fuck out of there. Yeah, I did it briefly Saturday morning and I just wanted to specifically like get phone numbers for people that I felt like I was really friends with. Like I feel like back in the day, if you if I haven't met your parents or you haven't met my parents, then we weren't really friends. We were just kind of like cool. Like we're cool, but we're not yeah, really like friends. I feel like that too. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I wanted to reach out just to those handfuls, just to kind of like, just kind of catch up and see where they are in their life. You know, especially like trying to do the podcast stuff. Like I would love to like catch up with people. Like, the fuck is going on in your life now? So that's so funny. I uh, stalked you on Facebook. Yep. I know it's been a while. Yep. <laughs> but and how are you? I think I got three numbers, and everybody texts me like instantly. Like we were wondering what happened to you. Ooh, ooh, well, where'd you go? And all this other stuff. But um, I just thought it was ironic. Like it's almost like it's almost like <laughs> it's impossible. Like once you've made a profile, like it's uh, I I just think it's kind of dark that you can't delete your life. Like they won't let you delete it. I want to say that I deleted pictures and everything on there, but I'm not actually sure. Hmm. I don't know. 
that's interesting. But anywho. How did we get on this? Yeah, because I was going to tell you the story of why I got yelled at. Oh, you got yelled yeah. at. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll finish telling you about the PTSD thing because it was pretty interesting. Okay, so I, so I literally got like three numbers. Uh, I reached out to this one girl that in high school we were acquainted. We had some of the same friends, but... Um, we went to different colleges and whatnot, but uh, but I know that she lives here now. Like I know that maybe like a year ago she reached out to me um, because she noticed that we live in the same city. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to her, and um, that was Saturday. So she was like, "Oh my god, good to hear from you." Blah blah blah. Uh, we should catch up, you know. So she's like, "I'm actually having a pool party tomorrow. You know, you should you should come by. It's my birthday and all this other stuff." So I'm like, "Okay, I'll you know I'll see I'll you know I'll see what I can do. You know, whatever, whatever." And she was like, yeah, so she lives in, like, the Carrollton area, whatever. So me and Trey go get something to eat later that day, and we're in, like, the drive-thru, and I mentioned it to him or whatever, and I was like, I think I want to go, you know, just to kind of, you know, just to be social. I'm like, we're not, I'm not social all at all, really. So he was like, okay, well, have fun. He's like, well, good luck with that, have fun. And I was like, automatically I got pissed off. Like, why do you automatically got to, like, X yourself out? Like, why we can't ever just be a team? Like, we ain't got to go over here and fucking chop it up with everybody, but I just want to show my face, and we can make it real quick, 20 minutes in and out, you know, or whatever. But, like, why it has to be, why you always got to make me do, be solo? Like, why? Is he not very social either? I just think he's funky about this job shit right now, so he really don't want to do anything ever, honestly. So, he he's like, um... I'm like, why do it have to be like that, you know? So he's like, because I don't care. Like, I don't want to go. I don't care or whatever. So he hands me his bag of food, and I, like, sling it on the floor. And Oh, girl. <laughs> uh-uh. I would have yelled at you and put my food on the floor. Oh, yeah. So he's like, can I, like, sling it on the floor? And he was like, what the fuck? He was like, who the fuck do you think you're dealing with? He's like, you got me fucked up. You got me fucked up. He's like, you gonna give me this attitude over some ugly ass girl that you ain't talked to in years? He's like, I don't give a fuck about that bitch. I don't give a fuck about her. Yeah, he's like, I don't give a fuck about none of these hoes. He's like, you know how much shit I do for you? You Just because you, I don't want to go with some shit? I don't give a fuck about them. I don't want to go. And don't be slinging my motherfucking shit. So, so he's just driving. What are you doing? I was just looking out the window with my arms crossed like this, like looking this way. And so he's still driving. Like, you got to never fucking try to talk to me like that? Don't you ever fucking talk to me like that as much as I do for you? Blah, blah, blah. Over some little ugly ass bitch that you ain't even cool with. That you, you get on Facebook for 30 seconds and now you want to do this and do this shit. He's like, I don't give a fuck and I don't want to go find want to go fuck with no ugly ass girl I don't have to so you know he's getting out the car he's still talking he shit yeah he got out the car he stopped at the liquor store he's still talking shit getting out the car gonna slang my goddamn fool who the fuck you think you talking to you got me fucked up is what you what you got you got me fucked up yeah so I didn't say shit and I'm just like why you just can't be supportive it's not about you know making you like who I'm going to see I'm like just have my back real quick just because I've been hermit for years and I'm, did you say that or that was yeah your like head? no he was still like just going off like over talking me so um you know that's I saw that's so I eventually just shut up so uh so he gave me the swat the silent treatment a little bit uh when we got in the house and then or something on tv that we both like so I got went out there and like then we just started talking to to each other again like like nothing happened but I didn't even end up going because she was like, it's going to be from like one to seven. And I'm just like, actually, you don't even like being hot. You're the only person I've sat with at the pool. And I'm like, and it's random people. I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to be hot. I don't want to have the sweaty thigh shit. I'm like, I'm probably not going to go anyway. We could just meet up for lunch someday or <laughs> go get cocktails somewhere. <laughs> one day I'm probably not even going to go. So I didn't, I didn't end up going. But like he has, I don't think he's ever, well, he has gone off on me. But I think it's been like years, like years, like 
like two, three years since the last time we like blown up on me like that. But I was like, so okay, daddy. <laughs> That's never happened to me. With yeah, us. girl, his first me. blow up with me and him like going through my phone or whatever. He was pissed off. He, I was like, he like pushed me out on the bed and he was doing this to me. He was like, that's your fucking problem. The problem is that you don't listen. He was oh, still with that hell shit. No. <laughs> yeah. I would have bit his fucking. Yeah, he was off. doing this shit, like leaning over me, like doing that shit. But it, like, he very, it very rarely, like, does he get worked up like that. That's why I'm like, yo. So, just- do you know what triggered him? Was it you? I, no, I think it was, it was me. <laughs> it, was it was my crazy. tone of voice. Like, it was my tone. Like, why the fuck you always got to act like that? Like, you know, like, we're still young. Why you keep acting like we're in the 50s and we got to stay in this house all the time? Like, just have my back. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm trying to have a different platform but where I can't just be in the house all the time. Sometimes you have to socialize. Yeah, so that's what it seemed like. And it's like, yo, you just you're just being anti because of what you're going through, but it's not fair to me. Like you can you're still supposed to have my back. Like if we gotta do something as a team. How just... do you not get your feelings hurt? Because I was first very outraged and then I realized that I was I, I like completely shut down and so that was when I'm telling you about this whole PT, PTSD thing is when I told my counselor about it, we started kind of digging a little bit deeper and come to find out that I have like this serious situation with being yelled at. And it's the tone, it's that that really high, like the booming out of nowhere voice. Like it, it makes me just completely shut down. So were you never yelled at as a kid? Not like that. I was yelled oh, at yeah. like a, like a, I don't know like a it was a different like a, a parent is different when it's a significant other I think it's very traumatizing especially when it comes to being put down being belittled being just mistreated emotionally I mean I I don't know so well he wasn't doing I think that, that might have came from your history with your ex maybe that that's that's kind of started it well it, I just like unraveled all the way I was like, like your bro had a breakdown I I shut down. I, I just completely shut down. And I just looked at him and I just said, don't you ever talk to me like that again. And I swiveled on my heel and I walked right out. And then... That's crazy because I got like... I don't know, man. Yelling is yelling to me. My mom, my, my mom used to yell a lot. I actually think she was so fucking mean. <laughs> I used to think she, she, I used to think she was so fucking mean. And like anytime she would get yelled and shit and then she would like didn't care that I was sensitive then. Like, she didn't care. Like, if she'd be getting on my ass about something and then I get the watery eyes and she'd be like, oh, are you going to cry? Is that what you're going to do? Oh, go into your room and cry because that's all you're going to do. Oh, it used to piss me off. I used to be like, yeah, she's a fucking bitch. <laughs> she gets on my goddamn nerves. I don't know. That to me, and I think because I'm a super sensitive person, I was treated that way and, and it was not by my parents. So I think that's what, like, really, it was, it was hard. But I shall not chop his dick off of the yelling again. That's white girl shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. I just a, there's just something that snaps. Actually, I'm not even gonna lie to you. There's something that snaps, and I just I I I felt eerily calm. Not a good calm. Mm. I felt like I could seriously fuck you up if you talk to me like that again. I don't know. My shit's not really like that. Cause one. One, I feel like I really do. I look and respect Trey as the leader, like as a leader in the house or whatever, whatever. And then I can also like be introspective. 
like, okay, well, maybe I just didn't have to do it this way or that way, you know, and I, I know what. But in the moment, you're so heated. Although, honestly, I think I kind of would have laughed. Like how he was yelling? Yes. Yeah, like it wasn't, Were it was bothering to, me. Well, it bothered me because he hasn't done it in a long time. Well, I, I was like was, straight face. I was like straight face. Like I good. think it was more looking the at the way window. that you're telling me that he, he was still talking shit when he was coming out of the car. Yeah, like he didn't stop the entire time on the way home. He then so we went from Wendy's so, and then we stopped so at the liquor, the liquor store, store and then he got back. In, yep, he's he's backing up. And mm, like you know who you think you fucking think you fucking dealing with? And I take care of this shit and I take care of you and blah blah blah. And you gonna give me a little hissy fit off some shit that of somebody you ain't even you ain't talked to in years about the whole and it's, and I'm just sitting there just looking at him just like how, how do you stay so calm? How do you not did you not feel angry or you thought it was funny? I didn't feel anything. One, I felt like he was overreacting. Like, I don't... And that's what I was saying. I'm like, I don't even ask you for shit. Like, I don't ask you for much. Like, why you can't just just have my back? We go through here, have a beer, and then we can leave. Like, I I got to do shit by myself all the time. So, I think it is kind of the age thing. Like, why... If you just want to go do that for 20 minutes, have a beer, and leave, why waste the time or the gas? Because, uh, to tell you my goal, I'm like, I can't build a platform and and we're not being... And we're not being um, social. Like, I can't. Like, you know, like, this is not what I, I can do. Like, there's lots of people. That's a lot of different people that I know and, and perspectives and stories that I want to hear about, that I want to talk about, or that I want to share, you know. And I feel like it's going to be hard to get to those things if I'm just, like, at home all the time, you know, or it's just us all the time. It's So he's like, and he was saying that shit, too. He's like, this bitch ain't even living in reality, having fucking pool parties and shit. She clearly has done, have life figured out shit and all this oh shit. Oh, my gosh. She was clearly very angry. Yeah. Well, he's like, you're going to fucking talk to me like that over this bitch. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just kind of like I hadn't done it in a long time. It was just like, okay, I get what you're, where you're coming from. But at the same time, you be introspective, too. Like, I'm like, you know how many times I've hung out with you, with your little old man gang that you hang out with that I can't fucking stand? Man. Yeah. They're like an older crowd, and they're all married. And those are gang, the friends I told you, that all cheat on, them, cheat on their wives. Mm. And there's some shady business deals and shit. And, you know, and anytime you want to go do with that, I just go. You know, I can't stand them or they fucking wives, you know. So it's like, you know, take one for the team for me. I hear what you're saying. And that, that actually, I don't even know how we always end up leaning into topics with things that we are just chatting about but what do you feel you require in a relationship I require priority like I have to be a a priority in your life I don't have to be number one but I need to be a priority okay um I require time Mm -hmm. and I require um I kind of feel like affection and attention is kind of the same thing. Okay. Is that it? Like, that pretty much sums you up? Yeah. Pretty much. I have a test for you to take. Oh, God. I should have had you do it before. It's why? a really good why am I? Why am I the fucking guinea pig? Because I already did this test, so I already know what I was Dude, required. are you talking about the damn test, the love test you had me do last mm-hmm. time? I already took it. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. So that's how you figured it out? No, I already know who I am. I already know those things. The test didn't tell me something that I I didn't already know. But let me ask you this. Yes. 
Because I feel like, I don't know, man. I just feel like our society is so like shallow and self-absorbed now that nobody really, nobody really knows or under, or even appreciates love anymore. So tell me this: How do you know? How do you know, Erica? How do you know when you are in love with somebody or when you are falling in love with somebody? Do you can you tell? Can you do? Can you can you sense it and 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 think about it in your mind and tell yourself like I'm falling for this person or I'm in love with this person? I think when I connect on all levels and it's a feeling that I get, like it's it's almost it's not even really in my heart or even in my stomach. It's kind of like in between. It's really odd, but it's like a. And you know what? I still get it to this day. And that's the most awesome part of my relationship. And that's something I always wanted. And one of my requirements is to always have that that passion and that feeling. So it doesn't matter what's going on. And sometimes there's tough times or whatever. But I look at him sometimes or I'll hear him or I'll think about him. And I get that same feeling in my stomach. Like I want to genuinely be with him. And I, I miss him. And I, I love like everything about him. I just it's a feeling. Yeah, I think I can agree. I think I can agree with that too. Because when I first, when I first met Trey, it like I started checking off things on my list, like what was making me like. It's like a you gotta you gotta have prerequisites for me for me to even consider. And like when I first met him, it's like oh, okay, he's attractive, and and then you know everybody's it's a group situation. Everybody's talking. I'm like okay. I like where his mind's at. He's mature. He's mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I like that. You know, and then you hang out more, and it's just like, I like this, and I like that. And then when we hung out alone the first time, and, just, and it just felt so normal. If, if, if It didn't feel new. It didn't feel like we had just met each other. We were having a great time. And then I felt myself, like, kind of being a little bit forward in ways that I typically am not. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, like, pursuing the affection or being the one that's pursuing whatever you know I found myself taking the lead and I never do that ever 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 so when I got with him and you know this I felt this all in this first time we like interacted I was like that's how I ended up that's how we ended up having sex Mm -hmm. like the first time we hung out alone but it didn't one it didn't make me feel bad and two I didn't feel like I went against the grain of who I was because I was like no this is this is the it feeling. Felt different. Yeah, this it is the is feeling. This is what different. it's supposed to feel like. And I know sometimes some men, like sometimes he fights me on it. Like, well, I'm not going to teach my daughter to just go with what she feels. I'm like, no, but every mm-hmm. just every interaction with a man isn't. You're not basing your decisions just off off of how you feel, but you recognize that one that's something different. You recognize it in yourself as a woman because we're always searching for it or we're always, you know, looking for it. So it's like when it happens, when it's happening to you, your mind, your your soul, like your body just knows. You do. You do just know. And and the other difference I can tell you is that we went out a couple times and I, I mean, I knew him before. I knew him when we were just friends. We were acquaintances and then we were friends. And I just kept getting it more like I kept getting closer and closer to that feeling and then whenever we got together as more than friends when we went out on a date it was like with every date it wasn't I I wanted to wait and I wanted for it to be special so it was it was it was almost like I lived my life backwards like you you have this um you know people say I want my first time to be special I want this that's how I felt but backwards yeah obviously and it was it was just really different so now it doesn't matter how mad I am at him or if he's done something I mean I just look at him and it's like 
I think to myself, can I live with, without all these things that annoy me about him? Is that a deal breaker? And yeah. I can live with all the things that are so fucking annoying about him. Yeah, I, I think you always have, I think subconsciously you always have like the pros and cons list in your mind. And yeah. I know that his pros outweigh his cons. Like, he's the first guy I've... One, I feel like he's the best guy I've ever been with. Like, ever, like, you know, been in a relationship with. And two, he's the only guy that I feel like has 100% no no, no malice in his heart. No no negative intent, no anything. So that's why it's easy for... I'm going to say it's easy, but that's why... When he's messed up and he and he's and he has hurt my feelings or done something wrong, but he's always been man enough to be like, "This happened. And I know it hurt you. This is why." I didn't mean like it's easy to believe that because I just I'm in love with his character. Right. Like I just know that when he, if he says this was a mistake, it really was a mistake because yeah. he's not trying to get over on me or he's not trying to you know. And then you have to you have to watch how people act. You have to watch that when even when things are bad. Or when things aren't going so good, because there's been times where things were bad, or I didn't know what was gonna happen, or whatever. But he always goes all the way to make sure I stay afloat. Mm-hmm. He's always making sure I'm okay, you know, what whatever it is, whether it's financial or, or whatever. Like he's always there, no matter what the status of our situation is. And I feel like that speaks a lot, especially in the time right now. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like there's so much shadiness floating around that. I know. I think what it is is that. I don't think love between couples is dead. I think that what happened is that different generations came to love the superficial and it became more surface than I've ever seen it in my life. It's it's scary. It is scary because I feel like it breeds more, um, I don't know, violence and there's no empathy and mm-hmm. compassion and all those things that you're right. I mean, you know that there's no malice in his heart. And you look at these people, it's almost like they're robotic. It's it's very, very, very um, concerning and weird to me. Yeah, man, it's it's weird. You said when you were mentioned mentioned the comment about being in a bubble, but I feel like it's um it almost seems like that's a different bubble. Like if you're a super online person, like that's you're in that bubble. Yeah. If you're somebody who's not on it, we're on a different bubble. Or if yeah. you're somebody who just wants love and peace in the world, they're in a different bubble. Well, you know, plus, like I mean, we've touched on this before and in, in other topics is, you know, what what are we, what do we have as examples? I mean, there's you know quote reality TV, which is so far away from reality that. It's not even funny, but that's what we're starting to be trained to to focus on or to to look for. Is it's all? It's all. Fake. I don't. It I, I, I don't know, man. I I just think there's like a mass programming. Like yeah. it, it literally feels like that. Like it literally feels like nobody's original anymore. You just. It's weird. It's um. If. if and you better I hope I don't that. get any money because I'm totally going to go get my little island. I Well, and I do hope... Well, I'll be on my island too. But I, I do hope that my children know the love the way that, that I know them. Like, I, I know that love. I feel like um, it's just it's so great to experience. I want them to feel that. Do you think... Do you think we're experiencing it at a, at a, at a higher level here in the States? 
you're travel. You've traveled your fair share internationally. Does it seem, does it feel the same? Um, to be honest with you, no. I feel like it's definitely more passionate in other countries. And when I look quickly in my head at what the difference is, is that I don't think any other country releases drugs the way the United States does. I don't think that other countries have the stupid shows about everything under the sun. Um, I think also they get they're out they're outdoors more. They get sun. They're they're not so I don't know. They're not so sheltered or I don't know how to explain it. I feel like it's it's not a good thing in the United States. Yeah, because they're not under the fucking programmed umbrella that just spits out bullshit and you just take it in and yeah. it's like a normal and like it's like a part of it's like a part of life. It's so weird. Yeah. It is. It's irritatingly weird on top of that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's interesting. So my requirements are physical touch for sure, like affection. Yeah, I know that. That is definitely me all the way. I having come from relationships that was not affectionate versus who I'm with now. I mean, I, I would just, that that is like my bread and butter. I love, love, love affection. And then like definitely time. I am. I like to be petted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then quality time. And then definitely, I'm such a people pleaser that I like to know that you're okay, that you're happy, that I did something good that you liked or I mean that's just that's healthy Um, I think that's dangerous it can be dangerous but I think that I'm learning how to not I don't I don't need it per se but I enjoy it but I think it's something that should be shared yeah you should have communication I get it I get it and just to touch on that even though I got the huge blowout um so the next morning um uh, the next we ended up having sex and everything like nothing happened but like angry sex no <laughs> nope just like sex hey, we'll touch on that too because i don't know what angry sex really is do people really have sex when they're pissed i've heard of that like that angry revenge well i can say i can say it's real because i know well i don't know if i've experienced it but i know men do it like when they're pissed off at you and they and they try to like fuck you aggressively. Like yes. I know, fam, I know I've men never do had that. Anyone do that to me, and I don't think I want to because it makes it. I feel like I would. It's like forcing yourself on me if we're mad at each other. Because I did see this show called um, Big Little Lies on HBO. Mm-hmm. It was a while back. I don't even know how I watched it because I don't have HBO. I watched it on something, but it was a really good show, and the guy was abusive, and so. It was almost like he had to create a fight, like get her to start kind of talking, being mouthy, so he could beat her up. And then after he beat her up and she was trying to kind of defend herself, he would like grab her till she was pretty much surrendered. And then they would have sex every single time. I think it, I think it can't go one way. I think it has to go both ways. So even though you don't think you would like it like maybe there are some women who who i know there's some women out there who do like it i know some women that's out there that like pick a fight just so it can happen 
You ever heard of women who um have like a rape fantasy? No. Why would you want to be raped? Yeah, I forgot what movie I watched. They um I have to look it up because they made like a, they made it like funny and quirky and she was like, you know, I just want you to rape me and they were married and he was like, What do you mean? He was like, You're my wife, I'll never she was like, No, but it's a fantasy and I want you to like like rape me and she literally wanted him to like kidnap her, put her in the back of a van and like fuck her aggressively. Yeah. Oh it's crazy, but it's so funny because the movie like puts a funny turn on it. So she's leaving for work one day in the parking garage, and her him and his friends like you know concocted this whole idea. So the friends pull up in the damn black van, so and he and way. he jumps out. Yeah, he jumps, but she doesn't know. She thinks this is real. Oh, he didn't tell her like, oh, I'm good. He's not like tonight's the night, and I'm gonna I'm gonna rape you. He well, yeah, because if it was really gonna be rape, exactly. She's, she's freaking the fuck out. Exactly. So he pulls up in the van. They they all have ski masks on and everything. So he's like trying to grab her from behind and. She's like fighting and all this shit, and she like headbutts him and breaks his nose and shit. And they're like tussling with her, trying to get her in the damn van. And he ended up gives up, giving up because she tries to run and get back in the car and like takes the mask off. Like, honey, it's me. And she's looking like, well, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, you said you wanted me to rape you, like you know. And she's like, oh, you know. But it was funny how the movie twisted because like there's some girls, there's some people out there, and like like sexuality is nuts. Just like the women who like, what's the what's the what's the fucking the s- no no there's a site that Trey goes to that like has like some super extreme shit and some days he's just like hey want to see a video and I'm like oh shit I'm like what is a damn um it's not extreme it's not porn uh, I'll have to think of it but like it's always like some extreme like well, sexual don't promote shit it. but look well he showed me this one video one night. And we were laying down on the bed, and he's like, hey, you want to see something weird? And I'm like, not really. I was like, because you're weird is, like, scary to me. So he puts it on, and the, the camera completely, like, clearly somebody set the camera up somewhere in the corner of the room. It's like a hotel room, and there's, like, a noose hanging from the ceiling, and there's, like, a little, you know, a little stepping thing for her to step on. So, you know, I forget what they call it, fixation or some shit like that. They they get there that, like, turns them on. So it's the guy and the girl, and the guy, and the girl's, like, new stuff, and then he, like kicks the thing out of the way so she's like hands tied behind her back feet tied and everything and like she's like wiggling and doing all this shit and I guess they have like a like a signal to where it's where it's too much and then he puts the thing back down so she can stand up and it's not choking her anymore but it's like sexual like they're both naked and like everything so she's like and then he helps her and then she's like oh my god that feels so good it's so crazy she said it felt good It's, were they white? Of course. Motherfucker. That's your people. Of no, course they're white. Don't even go there. Because we have a coworker, no names mentioned, who did say they kind of like being choked. Who the fuck said that? Here in this office? Mm-hmm. I bet you it's... Don't even say it. Don't say names. E everything. Was it what's her face, big ass? <laughs> Do you know how much it would take to choke him? So he wants the girl to like ride him and be like, ah, ah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Oh my God. That is funny. You were there. Where what the hell were you? No, I don't remember that remember shit that? at all. I don't remember none of that shit. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Yeah. 
I've only been, somebody tried to do that to me, not in a, I'm going to hurt you way, but kind of just choking me, and I was like, um, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I mean, we've done it before. I, I don't, that, I don't like that. Yeah, we've done it. We've done that, and he's like slapping me around and shit like that. And it just—it just—it just depends on the mood. Like sometimes I'll sometimes I'll get in like a really kinky ass mood, and like we do all kind of <laughs> we push the envelope a little bit. But yeah, I've never had I've never had anyone um, that I've ever else had sex with other than him. That's like just did some shit like that out of the blue. I've never had that before. Because what if it goes too far? Only way it goes too far is that motherfucker truly wants to kill you anyway. And capitalize on that. So let me... Anyway, we're going to get off that. We're going to get off that. I was thinking about this the other day. So other than that one time where you almost got beat up in high school, have you ever been into a fucking fight before? No. Yeah, you wouldn't. you get beat up either way. Nobody ever let me fight. Oh, yeah, because you're a puppy. They'd always jump in for me. Look, it was just like a like a territorial thing. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Must be fucking nice. But fucking protect you. Mm-hmm. It sucks. I don't know what it was. But, nope. Never fought. Okay. Yep, I fought. I fought a black girl and a white girl, and the black girl tried to jump me. Her and her friend tried to jump me. Oh my god! It was it was like junior high, and I was kind of like the new girl, and there was over this boy who was my boyfriend at the time. But to, and to her, she was like, "Oh, you came here and you like stole my boyfriend." And, and to me, I'm just like, "What do you mean? This is such and such. He rides my bus and he lives in the neighborhood and he walks me home. Like I don't know nothing about this, you know." And um, so it's really weird because where I'm from, if there's like. Some uh, like something going around about okay, these two people are gonna fight. Like it spreads around the school like wildfire, and it's almost like they wait for it. Like they set it up. Like all the students like play a part in setting it up. So I'll never forget people like passing me all day in the hallway. Like yeah, I heard you're supposed to be fighting such and such today. I heard you fighting such and such today, and I'd be like, okay, you know, like you can't just force me to do this shit. So I remember at the end of the day, yeah. So anyway. So I avoided using going out the main door and going out like this little side door that was closer to my classroom. Get outside, half the fucking school is standing there waiting, like a big group of people like waiting. So I'm walking up, you know, and the circle of people like opens up. (laughs) A path like opens up for me to like, you know, come to the middle of the circle and she's there and her friend is there. And then my friends were, and one of my friends were there and so, um, so you know, you know, the, the people are like looking at it and trying to get it going. Like, okay, y'all, get it, let's get it going. Somebody throw the first punch. Woo, woo, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like standing there with my backpack on. Like, I don't know how the fuck this is supposed to go. I didn't even one. I didn't sign up for this shit. Two. I don't know what what you have a problem with. And three. How are you? How, it's almost like you're forcing me to participate in this. So she, like, threw something at me. Like, I forgot what it was. She, like, threw something at me. And then, like, the hall monitor. Do you have hall monitors? The hall monitors came outside, like, trying to break it up. Like, break it up, break it up. So we all run to get on the bus because if you lived in a certain district, you had to ride, like, like the city bus. And it takes you to your area or whatever. Everybody who could fit jumped on my bus. 
So there's like you can't even sit down. There's so it's so jam packed because they're gonna go to there's this one there was like this one central um, stop that you if you got off there you could transfer to another one or whatever whatever you know and that's where we were supposed to get off at to like fight to cook. so whatever. So we get there and I hear people talking about it and you know I'm sitting on his lap on the bus and she's like super up there pissed or whatever. So you know people are talking and chatting like oh this is about to be good all these people blah 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 it's gonna be good. And somebody mentioned, like, so yeah, well, I heard. sitting on this guy's lap. Yeah. Well, it's no secret that we're boyfriend and girlfriend. That's oh, why it's like, that's okay. why I was like, I don't understand what she's mad at me for. Like, he just asked me to go with him. Right. Like, you know. So, yeah, I'm sitting on his lap. And somebody mentioned, like, hey, you know, she got her friends. I think they're going to try to jump her. And then, you know, he was in the grade higher than me. So one of his friends or whatever was like, well, nobody's going to jump her. Like, we're not going to let that happen. Like, you're going to fight. It's going to be one-on-one, but there ain't going to be no jumping, you know. And so he's like whispering in my ear he's like no I ain't gonna be no fight I'm gonna shut that shit down I'm gonna shut it down I'm gonna make sure it don't happen whatever whatever we get there we get off boom now they take us to our corners like they spread us up take us to our corner we're in like this empty parking lot that's across from the gas station and everybody's you know trying to beefing it up like come on beefing it up and shit I'm still like standing there and took off my backpack and stuff and um, people over my I corner freaking out yeah my heart was beating through my chest and this is my first fight ever. And they're like, and it's like no choice. I have like no choice. So there's people in my corner, they're kind of like older than us. And they're like, Ashley, you got to hit her first. You got to hit her first. That's how you're going to get that upper hand. You got to hit her first. So, you know, clearly they're probably telling her that over there. So it's like, you know, and it's like loud. They're like rambunctious. Like, come on, get go. come on, hit that bitch, get that bitch. Shit like that. And we're like junior high. So eventually out of nowhere, she like comes wailing, wailing on me, you know. So boom, we're fighting, we're fighting. We're just fighting. We're just throwing blows, you know. And anytime he tries to, like, jump in and, like, pull me away, like, she gets up and, like, chases after me, like, and, like trying to pounce on me even with him, you know, with his oh, arm around me. So um, he gets out of the way, and then we ended up, we ended up like, um, falling to the ground, you know. And at this point, I'm on top of her. So we're, like, fighting on the ground, and her friend, like, jumps in and, like, kicks me. It kicks me in my stomach or some shit like that. And so after her friend, so I just, I just remember being on top of her and wailing. And then I heard a girl be like, and the girl was like, bitch, bow, and like kicked me. And, but we're still going. So my friend jumped in and, you know, starts fighting her. So there's like this huge brawl and they're all like, you know, it's all craziness. So me and her fighting, somehow we get back up to our feet and we're like falling all on the, on the, on the, on the hood of this car, all this shit. Like, <laughs> Sound effects. Yeah, all on the hood of the car. Yeah, people can't. You know, falling, fall to the ground. You know, we're still fighting, and some lady it was at the red light, little white lady. She got out and like ripped us apart, and was like, "I want to call the fucking police." Blah blah blah. So everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Everybody's trying to grab their backpack and take up all their stuff, and we scatter. We all like scatter. We all go our different directions. So he, him, and anybody who lived in my neighborhood, we all like we're grouped together. We go this way. She goes this way, and like when we walk off. Boom, he puts his arm around me like, it's okay, it's okay, you know, it's over, it's okay. I'm panting and she's <laughs> panting, me and her, me and my friend are panting. And this was like, in my time, in junior high, we were wearing like the donut buns. <laughs> and yeah. we would have like the butterfly little clips and shit like Aww, that. And I remember like, yeah, I remember like our hair was kind of like fucked up. Like, our, you know, your, you could tell your clothes got all fucked up, pulled off you, you know, and everybody's like, I got your stuff, I got your bag, don't worry about it. You know, we got to get out of here. So we're walking away and I'm just panting. He has an arm on me. He's like, you did okay. You did good. You did good. It's over. You did good. And I'm just panting. So we finally get home. It's probably like a mile walk. We get to that. We get to my neighborhood. And I remember my mom ended up fighting, finding out because it was so much, it was so much chatter in the school. So my mom 
um, was would be talking. She would see the little boys in the neighborhood and be like, and she pulled up on them before the maybe like that before the fight happened. So maybe earlier in that week, and she seen one of the little boys like, hey, come here, and she's like, who is this bitch trying to fight my daughter? And the girl and the guys were like, just some girl, blah blah blah. She lives over in this area. Like she's just jealous. She just don't like her because she's jealous and whatever. So she was like, you better let you better let these hoes like jump my daughter. So I remember before I left school for school that morning, my mom was like. I don't care what you do, Ashley. You better not come in here with an ass whooping. She was like, you better not let them bitches put their hands on you. She was like, if they try to put their hands on you, I don't care what you do. You better fight back. She was like, because if you come in here with an ass whooping, I'm going to beat your ass too. <laughs> and I'll never forget because I was just like, damn, maybe I don't want to fight. Like, maybe I ain't a fighter. And she's like, no, somebody is challenging you. It's not going to stop until you until you guys come, head, come, come for blows. So I remember coming home and uh, me, and my, me and my friend... We were cool because her mom had like an at-home daycare, so that's how we got cool. Cause my my little sister used to go to the to the daycare. So while we get off the bus, I walk to her house, pick up my sister, and then I walk home. And we live like around the block from each other. So I remember you know picking her up and everything. And her mom's like, her mom's like, everything okay, y'all okay? And she seemed kind of roughed up. She's like, y'all good? Nobody bleeding? Y'all good? So I pick my sister, go home. My mom comes home or whatever, you know, and I hadn't already showered and everything. So she's looking at me. She's like, everything okay? I was like, you told me not to get beat up. And so that's all I was trying to do is not get beat up. I was like, so I ain't got no scratches or scars on me, you know, so I don't think I got beat up. So she's like, good. She's like, that's your soap. She'll, she'll leave you alone. Next day, um, I never seen her. I think she avoided me on purpose. But the next day, then the school's chattering about who won. They're chattering about who won the fight. So every little class is like, oh, I heard you, I heard, oh, I heard you beat up such and such. Or I heard you got into the fight. Well, I heard she beat you up, but I can't. But you ain't, you ain't got no scars. She kind of scuffed up. She got some scuffs on her. So, you know, dealing with that all day. So then I get home, which was so weird because the two girls who jumped on me, they didn't have a problem with my friend. They were perfectly cool with her. Even though, even though she jumped in the fight, they still didn't. They, still, they called her when they got home. I was like, why did you jump in the fight? And oh, she wow. was like, I'm not going to fucking let you jump my friend. Like, yeah. you don't got to, just because you don't have a problem with me, don't, that means I'm going to let you jump her. Yeah. yeah, so they tell her, well, the girl was like, well, it ain't over. I want to re- rematch because, you know, don't, she's like, I want to rematch and I'm about to end up cutting that bitch face up. So somehow, I don't know how, I don't know if she told her mom or whatever, and her mom called my mom, but her mom heard it and she was pissed. So she, like, went up to the school, like, okay, she already had to deal with, you know, get into a fight with this girl because you guys don't do your fucking job. And now she's threatening her. Like, now she's threatening to try to cut her up. Like, if anything happens to her, I'm going to shoot the fuck out of you. I'm going to shoot the fuck out of the school if, if my daughter comes home cut up. So it never happened or whatever, but we are, like, arch nemesis in life. Like, in life. Even when we ended up going to the same high school and everything, and I still dated him until, like, going into my sophomore year. He went to another high school, and we still were dating <laughs> Yeah, and um, she hates me to this day. I hate her to this day. Look, let me tell you something. At some point... Oh, my God. At some point... You gotta let it go. Yeah, no. At some point, she, they had to have done something sexual because in the high school, like our sophomore year, me we were both in like the African-American club or some shit like that, and we had like a potluck, and she started wailing in the cafeteria, um, like wailing and crying, and they're like... You know what's wrong with her? what's wrong with you? And she's like, such and such, such and such burned me. So she says my boyfriend's name. So she's like, yeah, he burned me. So I don't know if you know what that means, but burn means you know he gave me an STD. And then so she's wailing it out loud on her, and she's just like, he gave me an STD. Oh, I 
fuck yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, bitch, you lying. You know, like, so, you know, I told him when I got home, like, you know, she's saying that you guys had sex when you gave her an STD. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, I'll finish with the story. You need to put it on Do Not Disturb. I, uh, that's a good idea. So he's like, that's some bullshit. I'm going to have to call and get on her ass. Girl, I don't remember if it was sophomore or junior year. She ends up getting this huge tattoo of his name across her stomach like a rainbow. Oh, my God. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, even even after I broke up with him, like, I just think, that's why I say when people bully you or they're jealous of you, it's just something, there's just something about you that they don't have, and that's why they mad at you about it. Because even when I stopped dating him, and I'm like with my white guy, she would like go up to my white guy after school and be like, oh, well, you know your girlfriend, Ashley, still talking to her ex-boyfriend, and she still does this. and all So this. she's still trying to fuck shit up. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll never forget, but it's like, it was crazy, because coming from like going to school on military bases, and everybody was so like, Everybody was so, like, aggressive and grown up. Like, even the way they spoke. Like, I remember being first time being on the city bus, and they were, like, cursing and, like, saying dick and all this shit. And I was like, oh, my God, they're cussing. (laughs) Like, I can't believe they're cussing. They're cussing like grown-ups. Like, just to to be thrown into something like, I don't know, I'm going to beat this bitch up. Like, it's, it's always been a problem. So I haven't seen her since high school. I don't think she graduated with us. Like, that's how fucked up she was, like. She wow. wasn't even on her shit, yeah. But I'll never, I'll never forget that because it was so intense. Because so much, because so, the whole school was involved. That's what made it so weird. Like you didn't have a choice. Like if somebody wanted to fight you, you had to fight them. That's so crazy. I can't even imagine. But no, I, I was never, I never fought. I, people always jumped in for me. So that I think that's you, people, because neither has my boyfriend. I have to say though that I'm grateful because. That probably would have taken out a lot of, of me, like of my like my soul. And I'm not even trying to be funny. Like it just I can't I can't do that to somebody. But you'll cut your man's dick off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that it makes was, sense. It was just more of a you know a comment. Yeah, I might not mean that shit. But okay, so I have a question for you. When do you think When do you think it crosses a line when there's jealousy involved? Man, I just think jealousy, this is is so dark. Is jealousy a good thing? Ever? Not to me, no. Okay, so so let me... Even if someone's jealous of you, it's still not a good thing to me. No, no, you're right. But let me me ask you, in this sense, let's say um, a guy is trying to get with you and he's complimenting you left and right and he's saying all these great things. You know, I think I think it's a it's a good reality check for for mates to know that other people desire you, so that they always you know make sure they don't take advantage of the fact that they have you. They have you as, as your part, their partner and and girlfriend, and they're the ones that are with you. But sometimes I feel like people can take that for granted. They don't think about that someone else could want to be. Or that you're still desirable to somebody else. So, is it healthy on occasion to have that happen to where that other person is like, oh, you know what? Somebody, 
finds my lady or my man or whatever attractive and you kind of forget about that I think people kind of get in their comfort I don't I don't ever forget and I think that's why it's important to be you know um, like appreciative of what you have like I don't think like that. Like, I feel like with the dating scene now, I feel like I know my man is cream of the crop. I know he is. Like, that's why I'm territorial, and I always got my eyes open, like... Wait a minute. But that, see, territorial, to me, is the same as being It's not. I don't, have, I don't have to be jealous of you, because I have what you want. I'm just conscious that people are willing to do whatever to take, take, take what you have. Or to compromise what you so have. So then what makes you territorial? What do you mean? So... What, when I say I'm territorial, I know my man's attractive. I know that he's successful. And I know that he's desirable. So you're going to defend your, your territory, but it's not you being jealous of... Yeah, it's not me being like, oh, he might be looking at her. Like, no, it's me from from experience, not on top of that, knowing that we are in a time where, where respect is pretty much almost out of the window and people will go behind your back whether you're friends whether you're not your friends whether you're co-workers and will, will truly desire what you have and will plot and, 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 and try to steal what you have so that's jealousy the person that will do anything to take it and don't know by any means necessary so is there because they're you, jealous of your happiness of your, of your, of your stability but I think I think territorial is good, just like your territorial over your kids. It's the same thing to me. You're just being protective of what you love. Right, I get that. So let's say some girl's trying to get your man. It's not going to make you jealous that they're trying to get at him. No, it doesn't make me jealous because I'm, that's why I'm saying you have to. That's why I'm saying you always have to be conscious of it. Like I know. I know you're attractive. I know there, there's two black girls that are on my na- that are my neighbor on my right and my left side, and I know that I've seen both of them be much friendlier than you than they ever been to me. They've never spoke to me living there, and now they see you living there. And now they want to speak and stuff like that. I pick up on a lot of subtleties. I pick up on on human behavior. I watch things like that just because I'm so conscious of it. You know what I mean? And I feel like and my territorial territorial nature also comes from being with somebody who's not in tune to it who doesn't see when somebody's being overtly friendly or overtly flirtatious and stuff like that they're just not privy to it and I know that I'm with somebody like that too so if I see somebody you know when I I see it I'm like I speak on it like yeah this bitch is checking y'all she thinks she's slick and he'd be like really I didn't even catch it I was like oh yeah catch her I caught it her lingering or her doing this a little extra and I don't think he, I don't think he gets jealous either. But I feel like we both have that, bro, that that territorial nature over each other. Like there's been, like when we're out together and we've been drinking or something like that. Like he likes to stay close. Like if he, if he feels like I'm wandering off too far, he's always like, um, "Where are you going?" He'd be like, "Get over here and act like you belong to somebody," because he knows, like he knows. <laughs> he knows you can go stick your your nose in the bush like a puppy. <laughs> yeah, he knows. Uh, you know, and then he and then he's a man, so he knows how they are too. You know what I mean? That's true. So then when does it become controlling? So and you just you you said it perfectly. So there's territorial and then how does it become controlling when he's saying get over here? 
I think it's... So where, where's the fine line right there? For me, controlling is when you no longer make, make your own decisions. He makes the decisions for you. That's controlling. When you're literally doing everything because he says this, but because he likes it this way, oh, I can't do that because this, or he doesn't like this, or whatever, that's controlling. When you literally can't make any independent decisions, that's con you're under you're under his control. He's controlling you. Yeah. You can't do anything. You can't even go see your family unless he's okay with it. That's controlling. Yeah, that's well, and I think that's kind of like borderline where that's where you get into. And that's when you start creeping into like abuse and verbal yeah. abuse and emotional abuse and all that shit. That all that that's all in the same like bubble to me. For sure. But does my man now? And let's clarify. There's a difference between your man liking to be in control and being controlling blah to me liking to be in control is just leading you just you like to lead and you want your spouse to trust your judgment on things you like to lead them right no and i know the difference of that but it's like is it ever healthy for your man to be like um you aren't gonna wear that or you have to stay by me or is that controlling or is that protective i think it's protective and I think there has to be like there has to be if you're in a relationship there has to be boundaries. So I'm and I'm okay with it. Just like I have boundaries for him, he has boundaries for me. Like when it comes to um, how you dress, like he hasn't said anything out of his mouth before. But I remember the first time we were dating, and I had on a crop top, and this was like when I first got out of the service. So I'm, so my tummy was still super tight, and. I had a super crop top, like a stop like right here, but I had on a maxi skirt, so it was long. And he came and picked me up, and I remember getting in the car, and he was like, you look nice. And I'm like, thanks. And he was like, you had that on all day? And I was like, yeah. He's like, where you been? And I was like, well, you know, I went to the boardwalk, and then, you know, I went to the movies with my sister or whatever. And he was like, okay. He was like, you know, but you know you're beautiful either way. You don't really have to show all this skin, you know. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. But to me, that was like, your representation to for me as well, and I, I prefer it to be a little bit more conservative. And I understand where you're coming from because I actually that the whole bathing suit topic. You know how I was uncomfortable with the bathing suit. My first instinct was to actually call him, and and I showed him pictures. I sent him to him, and I was like, he's like, you know, whatever you feel comfortable in. He's very non-jealous, non. He's very comfortable knowing that. I guess he just trusts me and he's just confident. I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah. And he's like, if you're comfortable with it, I'm, you know, it's fine. I'm fine. And to me, it was like, well, no, I mean, I want to make sure that I'm representing you and I'm not, you know, not, nobody's sitting there going, oh my gosh, did you see what she was wearing? And what else? Right. Things like that. So, I mean, I get what you're saying on that. And then, you know, I think... I don't know. I guess it depends on the person, but I think it's natural to become more conservative as you get older anyway. Like, I don't want to be showing my body off anymore. I don't want to. Yes and no. I think that you you definitely can become more conservative or you become more confident in your skin and just accept that that's how you are and, and you feel comfortable. And that maybe it wasn't ever something that you were proud to show or comfortable, but it was because you were insecure. So I think there could be Oh yeah, I don't think I don't think showing. Well, I think that kind of works if you're like insecure. But when I was showing off my six pack, is because I got a six pack and I'm proud of it. 
No, I've never had a six pack. Sorry. Yeah. I've had a flat tummy, but I've never had a six pack. Yeah, well, I had like a four pack. When I got out of the Air Force, I still had like had like a four pack, and I felt. I, it felt, yeah, it made me feel good being in shape type shit, so. But I get it, too, especially now with, like, more creepers. Like, now you have no idea. Like, somebody can, like, completely become obsessed with you and you have no control yeah, over it. Yeah, no, you're right. It could definitely become a dangerous situation. There's no doubt about it. I just didn't know how you felt. It was definitely something that just, I don't know, came to my attention. Yeah, no, I think we have um I think we have a good balance, but I also feel like you know what's your thing what's your take on like this whole feminist shit? Because I get it a little bit, but I think it's going a little too far and it's a little too intense and it's getting a little disrespectful a little bit to me as far as to as far as to men. Like men, like one I respect it. Like I, re- whether you're religious or not, you can't you can't escape how things were created. You know what I mean? So I feel like just like man was created, the male. I feel like I feel like he could have easily created another male, but he didn't do that. He created a female, and I think it was it was it was to provide a balance. You know, and I respect that balance. Now I feel like society is kind of taking it all you know blowing it all out of proportion and old women can do this as much as men can do but the reality the honest reality is that we can't we'll never be as physically strong as them naturally there is some things that we're, that we're not able to do or we don't it doesn't come to us naturally and I feel like and I feel like that's nature I feel like we weren't created to be like that so a part of me feels like it, it, it's a line that kind of gets disrespectful, and then people always try to throw the okay. Well, what if you're not religious? I'm like, it doesn't matter. You still have to. You still have to admit the fact that we we were put here. I can't remember why I was thinking about this whole feminist thing, and it was actually today, and I can't remember. Um, I'm all for empowering women, but I think there's a difference between empowering them and wanting to pretty much steamroll over anyone. Yeah. There's a difference. I agree. So I believe in empowering. I believe that we should, it's there getting, should be equality. But I think it's there's there are some people that take it overboard, I think. And when it becomes disrespectful, it's not even so much to a man. Like, you're sitting here preaching to be treated equal, but then you're wanting to completely disrespect somebody because they don't have a vagina. Exactly. What do you think about, okay, so what do you think about the feminists that weren't born women? Um, I don't know. I think that it's more, it goes deeper than that. I think that they have some psychological lack of acceptance for the way that they were born and and it's no offense like I'm I'm all for whatever anyone wants to be if someone wants to be a goat or whatever like I'm I'm gonna be like okay whatever you want to be a goat or you want to be a, a girl I think it just goes deeper I don't think it's so much that there's so much for the movement of women I think it's more them trying to that's what I'm saying they're, they're viewing out. themselves as a woman anyway even though they're not 
really a woman or they just have the feelings of a woman, but I feel like it's not the same because you'll never know and understand what it means to have a cycle or to, yeah. or to give birth. And I feel like you don't have, they have, you can't even, there's not enough hormones in the world for you to take to really be equally balanced chemically like a natural woman is. And I just think it's a little un, unrealistic. I agree with you. And, and I think, I think that they try so desperately. I feel bad saying they. What would they be? They're transgendered. Transgendered, yes. Yeah. I was thinking of the word. I think that transgender people are trying so hard to relate to what they're feeling inside. So I get that. I totally get that. For sure. So, do you think... Do you think there was something that happened in the womb with the chromosomes or, or something like that for people to come out feeling do come out feeling so like that? And funny that I actually had this conversation with my one of my daughters who asked me about it. Um, I don't know because I, I feel like now more and more children are coming out and saying that they feel a certain way. So... I want to respect that. I don't want to discredit that a child say, oh, they're too young. I don't know what they're talking about. They'll grow out of it. I do but we're also talking it. about someone that's very influ- influential or influenced as well. Yeah. But, like, for example, there is a very well-known blogger who he became a blogger kind of by accident. Um, when his wife passed away like two days after she gave birth. Mm. And his sister is gay. She's a lesbian. Um, And for all intents and purposes, I think that maybe it could be that he's raised, it's because he's the one raising his daughter that she's more masculine. She cuts her hair like a boy. She dresses like a boy um I don't think that it's because she has the influence of her aunt she doesn't even live in the same state as her aunt so that's what I'm asking do you think there's something that happens in the womb yeah that's what I was just trying to say to you I think there is I don't think do you think that you brought up that they're that kids are have they're easily influenced and I really yes they can be but I do really think that it's innate so do you feel like that about um, homosexual people as well? Yeah. So you think they're born that way? Mm-hmm. I do. I think they figure it out. And for some reason, whether society, religion, the way you were raised, you learn to kind of shut that part off of yourself. And you kind of think, oh, it's not. It's just a phase. Or So coming from... Um, a heavily Catholic background. What's your take on that? Because a lot of people are like, "Well, I was born this way," or, or you know, like how we mentioned that people like point out certain things in the Bible, you know, that that fits what they're trying to say. So, so I, I guess I'm asking, okay, if the Bible says this and this is what happens, blah blah blah, and it doesn't, you're not supposed to do this, and blah blah blah. 
and there's people that's living this way and, and they're and they feel like they're born this way do you do you think he what did what how do you feel about that because that's where i kind of get jammed up sometimes I'm not on the, reli- the whole religious train i don't believe that we have any right to judge or persecute someone for their sexuality and i don't think we're not doing it we're talking about your we're talking about i'm just saying the book because this is my issue yeah because my issue is okay if you if you, the bible says this if you're saying you're not supposed to be that way then why would he create that See, that's why that's the only part that gets me hung up as far as when people are like when people are like, no, I just think they're born that way, but I don't feel like, well, why would he do that? Cause you know, uh, you know, no, I think I think there's just something there was there was going to be sin in the world. And I think that for all intents and purposes, it is considered sin, but But so is premarital sex. So it's all that's exactly what I'm saying. Is I hate to say that it's just something that it's taken loosely. It's not taken seriously, but it's kind of not. I mean, people are going to do it. But I, for one, would like to say that I support all whoever you want to love or be with or whatever you want to call yourself. Fine by me. Although I do think it would be so weird to have known somebody close to me and known them a certain way my whole life and then all of a sudden they're not like they say, Oh, I'm a boy. Yeah. That'd be that'd still support it, it would just be very different for me. I do you think there's a difference between supporting support and accepting? No. I think in order to support you have to accept. In my opinion. Cause I think I can I I can accept you feel a certain way inside, but I'm not gonna support you changing your body or, or doing surgery or whatever. I feel like I don't have to support that part. No, you don't have to. But, but I, I say, but I feel like it's not saying I don't accept it. You can't support if you don't accept, is what I'm saying. So if you're but gonna I'm provide saying, any sort of support, then no. acceptance has to come first. No, that's not what I'm asking. I'm just asking, do you feel like you have... Like, I feel like they're, I feel like they're two different things, and I feel like you can accept something and, and not support something in the, in, the same sense, in the same way. So I accept how you feel, but I don't have to support the actions to you, to, you, to however you, you... Yeah, no, I, I know. I'm not saying you don't have to. Nobody has to. But I don't think anyone could support without accepting was my only thing. Like if you yeah, that's to what I'm saying. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm saying that you accept it, but I don't have to be like, I'll go to the hospital with you to have you get your balls chopped off. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I don't know that I would do that either. I mean, not that I wouldn't support it. I just don't want to be there. Yeah. You should look up while you're on there, while you're typing up things. You should go on Google and look up um, Shawday's daughter. But that's interesting. It is an interesting topic um, that I don't know a lot about. I'm not yeah, I don't know shit, shit about it. 
I don't know shit about it either, but I'm also not one of those people that's going to sit here and be like, well, statistics show that 38% of transgenders commit suicide by the age of 24. Like, right. I don't do shit like that. I just want to know what you what you think and feel. You. That just you. Nobody's around. You can be completely honest and just tell me what you think, and I'll tell you what I think. But I don't really care about all the other shit. I think, I think that's bullshit anyway. I don't know. That's a topic because I don't know enough about it that I really don't get into it so much. That's why I say accept whatever you want to do. Let it be. I would say, though, I do kind of feel like that community is becoming, are, 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 are quietly becoming becoming bullies, man. I, I think there's bullies in every, in everything. Yeah, I get that, but I'm not, I'm just not for the whole... Just like we were talking about equality, but as soon as you something said that you don't like or that you don't agree with, it's like the, it's it's like a war. Yeah. All right, I'm catching up on stuff over here. Yeah, and it's hot as fuck in here, so I'm, I'm about to get ready. Thanks for your titty sweat comment. It's a lot. It's needed that. We needed that part. But yeah, I'm gonna start wrapping up anyway because I'm trying to get the fuck up out of here. Yeah. But anyway, we'll <sighs> wrap it up and find some more cool shit to talk about. I need to start That's pretty good. That I like. I kind of like when we freestyle like that. I feel like. I get stuck if you're like, so the to- so the topic today is... No, and that's why I had written some down just to kind of sprinkle in there. We always end up moving towards them. That's why I write them down. Yeah, you kind of you kind of steer it a little bit. But it's cool because it's hot. And what's today? Tuesday? We're already midweek. I'm getting to midweek. Sweet. Yeah, tomorrow's Wednesday. Nobody gives a fuck about you going to Mexico. I'm coming. That would be cool. How long are you going to be there for? 